Jumping in on Manx Radio with Howard and Chris Kane. Hello, good evening, and welcome. And indeed, here we are again, hour forward or not, as the case may be. It is still nine o'clock, it is still Saturday night, which means it is still jumping in the best in modern and contemporary jazz with myself, H. And me, Chris. Yes, welcome along to this week's show as April fools us into a false sense of security in a week when it's been a real challenge to find the right section of your wardrobe. Shorts on one hand, well, two legs, actually, and a snowball in the other. Hard to believe that TT's just a couple of months away. Still, variety, as they say. So, what has been keeping a spring in your step and a swing in your sledge this week, H? Ah, either. Well, I'll keep it short and sweet. We have two classic birthday boys. We haven't had a birthday for a while. Now, like buses, two at one. And also, the very latest, a view of the room. And uh, actually, three at once, a birthday of contradictory opposites for me, the smallest number of changes, a vendor of orbs, spells and potions, and to start us up on the right track, here's Chris Trinidad's Changing Tides with Finding Somewhere Forever.
Finding Somewhere Forever from San Francisco-based Filipino-Canadian bassist Chris Trinidad. Chris is a feature on the uh, SF scene as a session bassist, pianist and drummer, as well as a choral singer, composer, educator and conductor. And uh, like so many others, he took advantage of the space lockdown afforded to try something new. He took the compositions from his 2014 release, Certain Times, and then invited a number of top arrangers around the globe to arrange the pieces for big band, a bit like the drummer Jared Schoenig, whose albums I've uh, had on the show quite recently. He then contacted his original band members, who were also spread around the globe, as a quintet, giving them several parts each, and created a virtual big band, for non-ex, beg your pardon, not a quintet, but very good it is too. And that track, arranged by Lena Rulia, had hints of a Kenny Wheeler's influence to my ears, but... In any case, Decide Yourself. Changing Tides is out now on Iridium Records. Terrific stuff, uh, really good sound, and uh, yeah, I like that. Maria Schneider maybe sounds a bit Maria Schneider-esque, but I mean, there's such massive names in uh, in music, Maria and Kenny and a host of others, that it's very difficult if you're coming up not to be influenced by them one way or another. I think when we were talking to Katrina Windfeld, she was saying Dave Holland and his big band music she was strongly influenced by. Um, We are going back a bit now. First of our birthday boys, like I said, we haven't done a birthday uh, birthday for a few uh, a few weeks at the very least and then a week or so back I noticed a bit too late for the show that it was the great Paul Motion's birthday and uh, also coming up Charles Lloyd so I thought leave it too long I'll forget it until next year and uh, I've always been a massive fan of Motion all the way back to his drumming with Bill Evans right the way through to the last albums he did on ECM Garden of Eden and such like the fantastic sort of spacious dreamlike sound he had leading some of his drums sometimes sound spacious and dreamlike, like they might do on this coming track. But also the uh, wonderful space he found in his trio with Bill Frizzell on guitar and guitar synth and Joe Lovano on tenor sax, which lasted, well, a goodly long time. I could have chosen so many. I thought I'd go back to the beginning, one of the first I heard. Fantastic album. It should have happened a long time ago. And this track, simply called India. Great to listen with headphones on, by the way, because it goes from left to right and back again with some of the percussion.
Still sounds great. It's amazing to think that music's almost 40 years old now, recorded back in uh, 1984. Paul Motion, the first of our birthday boys today, would have been just celebrated something like 91st birthday. I think mm. he was born in 1931, March the 25th. Died sadly in uh, 2011, but played right up until 2010, I think, literally, you know, literally less than a year before he uh, passed away. Still sounding really good. One of those albums that originally I thought, mm, I don't know. 
don't know if I like this one really and sort of had it on vinyl and sort of filed it away and then came back years later and fell in love with it and loved it ever since as indeed I have virtually all of Paul's music over the years great stuff birthday boy number one and uh, as we said like buses from me now birthday boy number two who sadly passed away in February 2017 of natural causes aged just 73 whilst still on the road having just finished a two night stint at uh, New York's Iridium Club Known as the godfather of fusion, he had a brilliant career covering many aspects of music, but is probably remembered for his band Eleventh House. Here he is with the Brecker Brothers, feeling funky, guesting on horns with Yin Yang. Thank you. 
Ah, there they go. Off into the distance. Yes, I did say, of course, he was known as the godfather of fusion, but didn't say who he was. Larry Corey-L, yin-yang from Aspects, the final of the 11th House albums, recorded back in 1976. He did have a tour planned with a reformed 11th House to go ahead in 2017, which was sadly not to be. But we were lucky enough to catch him uh, at the Pizza Express in London. Only a year or two before he died. Exactly, the summer before. Mm. Summer of 2016 with a uh, blistering trio, Dill Katz, who we hadn't seen for years on bass, and Gary Husband on the the drums and of course Larry on the guitar performing. Uh, he has multiple electric and acoustic and uh, and Indian settings. He's also perhaps unknown to most people, written two operas which he saw performed and was part way through a third. If you're not familiar with his playing you'll certainly find a style all the styles fell in easily under his fleet fingers and you're bound to find something that you actually like. So belated, happy birthday to him. Indeed, and he came across as a really nice guy. I can't remember why, but we didn't get an interview with him. There must have been a reason. I think it was because he was tired. It was quite late, think, but yeah. we, we got a photograph. We'll yeah. have to stick that up. On Absolutely. That. Yeah. You are listening to Jumping In with myself, H, and brother Chris. Best in modern and contemporary jazz. Speaking of contemporary, no more contemporary than this. The new one from Trish Clues. Now, you've got to get it right. It's a view with a room. Not a room with a view, a view with a room. It's out on Greenleaf on the 22nd of April on CD and digital. Uh, cracking new album. Really been enjoying this one, has to be said, with various influences. Three tracks dedicated to uh, celebrate, to um, inspirational women and also quite a sort of an element uh, about the environment and climate change. Uh, we are talking to Trish next week, I think, or in the next week or two, uh, with, to hear more about this album. In the meantime, how about a bit of this one? It's a bit late in the day for this, but it's a goodie nonetheless. Morning Song.
Trish Clues on uh, tenor sax, Ross Stanley on uh, piano and also called Hammond organ, uh, great, the best, or the main Hammond organ player, I think, at this side of the pond. Chris Montague guitar, James Madron at the drums. Uh, My Iris Bands have been together for a number of years now, the fourth release by the band. Amazingly, been together quite some time, led by Trish Clues. And as I say, we'll be hearing much more about that album and playing a bit more music from it. Um, I, don't know, I think it's next week or the week after we're going to have been talking to her a couple of weeks. Yeah, a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, a couple of weeks' time. Uh, but we have uh, speaking to her this very afternoon. And, uh, yeah, we're very fortunate to have caught up with her live on a number of occasions. Great band if you get the chance to see them. Now, next from me, an, another enduring character on the jazz scene who has undoubtedly made an indelible mark with his recordings, first releasing his solo album as Dollar Brand back in 1968. It was probably his septet release some 13 years later that took him into the global must-hear category in the top 1,000 jazz albums you should own with Water from an Ancient Well back in 1986. Since then, Abdullah Ibrahim, now 87, has continued to release a balanced of large ensemble and solo offerings. Now, for many years, on his birthday, he's performed solo concerts at the Hertzinger Hall in Riedering in southeast Germany. He says it's one of his favourite venues, for both for the acoustics and for the piano. And as he says, the devil lives on the stage. This is where the ego comes out. Recorded under lockdown in 2020 to an empty hole by a couple of socially distanced recording engineers from his recently released album Solitude, here's Mindiff. Thank you. 
Abdullah Ibrahim with a typically understated piece, Mind If, that just draws you in with its introspective duty. In his own words, he said, Six years old, I played my first note on the piano with the index figure. Now, 80 years later and 10 fingers later, a journey took me from Cape Town to all corners and mentors of the world. The index figure unveiled plays itself the one note of universal unity. The album is called Solotude, and it's beautiful. It is lovely. That I haven't actually heard all that album, but that track is a uh, yeah, really lovely, sort of yeah, reflective. I suppose you call it, wouldn't you? Could sit down and with a glass of something nice in a dark room and listen to that. Really great stuff. Okay, birthday boy number two, number three. I've lost track. Uh, three. Another birthday boy number three. The great Charles Lloyd again, still going strong in his eighties. Some people think playing better than ever. Would you believe? Long may it continue. Uh, we've been lucky to see him a couple of times. Interviewed him many years ago at a Brecon Jazz Festival. A great character he was as well. He's playing at this year's uh, Love Supreme Festival. I see again, and uh, played at London Jazz Festival last year. Though sadly, we didn't have a chance to catch him. Uh, so many albums to choose from. Where do you start? I almost just went dip, dip, dip and took one out. I always liked his stuff with Billy Higgins, though, so why not? Hyperion with Higgins. <laughs> Oh, my God. 
This is Jane Ira Bloom, and you're listening to Jumpin' In with Chris and H on Manx Radio. You most certainly are. We've just enjoyed the great Charles Lloyd, as I say. Happy birthday to Charles. He's, uh, I, looked, I must look up his birthday. If he's got his, his birthday there, if he's got his birthday, he must be 80-something or other. Uh, celebrated his birthday just a day or two back, I think, and uh, is playing... In a lot of critics' views, better than ever. He sort of has already had one sort of retirement where he went to Big Sur and just went meditating for a number of years, then came back out with Michel Petrucciani back in the 80s, started playing again after he said in his interview, he said, man, I just had to recharge my batteries because after all the, the excesses of playing with the, in the flower power days and uh, going to the massive festivals with Jeanette and all the rest of it when it was all very hippie-orientated, and I think there was as much... Uh, as many drugs around as there were uh, pots of tea and uh, glasses of water. Then he just said, yeah, I just needed to back out and probably kept him going, I dare say, and kept him in good health. And uh, he's still, here he is, still playing, still playing really well. And that one was, uh, that one, even that one was coming back to 20 years ago, 2001, <laughs> would you believe? 84 years. 84. And, uh, and yes, we were just recounting when we last interviewed him. We interviewed him and the great Billy Higgins and uh, indeed John Abercrombie at Brecon Jazz Festival. And that was back about... 22 years ago. That's terrifying. Time flies when you're enjoying yourself. Well, that's about it for this week's show, but we've just about got time to leave you with a track from debut album from Frederick H.D. I'm not sure the H.D. was part of his original name. Born in Warsaw in Poland, starting his classical piano studies just age six, he then went on to study as a sound engineer before taking a performance place at Berkeley. His debut album sounds good. Here's Core Alchemist. See you next week. <laughs> in high definition, perhaps. <laughs> Bye for now. Thank you.